Welcome to the path of self-discovery with me, Jonathan Tarrant. This is a place of healing, growth, and transformation that I've built for you. Here, I get to share all the deep lessons, perspective, awareness, and possibly even wisdom that I've gained over the course of my life, particularly since my personal experience with a massive emotional collapse. I chose to get up and pull myself out of that fire, and my hope now is that at least some of what I've learned will be of great use and value to you. My mission is to show other men that strong vulnerability is a fucking superpower, that the male stereotypes we've all been programmed with are literally killing us and hurting our families. Men can be free to love ourselves and connect with ourselves more deeply than we've ever imagined. We can express and experience our full range of human emotions without shame. Because that shame was never ours. It was placed upon men and handed down generation after generation after generation. And this is where it ends. This is where we get to stand up and forge a new, wholehearted way of being. Connected, complete, happy, and thriving. I am glad you're here, brother. Let's go. Here's a question for you. Are you happy? I mean, like, actually happy and content with where you are and who you're being. Or do you sometimes feel like you're drowning? On the surface, are you happy might seem like an easy question, and you may be inclined to just blurt out, yeah, of course I'm happy. But when a statement like that escapes your mouth, how do you feel in your body? What's your gut saying? Are you working to suppress feelings of insincerity, even as the words are are still on your tongue? The reason I'm diving into this question is because I struggled with this for the longest time. And honestly, like nobody ever asks this question, at least in, in my experience. Most people are afraid to open that door, I would say, because they don't want to have to deal with the possible answer. And maybe they aren't prepared to reflect that much on their own lives either. So we mostly get a lot of shallow chit chat. And then we get to deal with our deeper feelings by ourselves. Right? And that sucks. That leaves a lot of people, a lot of men, in dark places that they don't know how to get out of. And I know that we, as a society, can do better than that. Personally, I knew that I should have been happy with all the things I'd acquired and, and all the things I'd created in my life, but I wasn't. Who could I talk to about the depth of my unhappiness when I wasn't even sure of what I was so unhappy with? I would hint at it. I would hint at the way I felt in conversation from time to time, but never forcefully enough to be taken seriously which I found quite discouraging. You know, I I guess I was afraid to really, to really express it, you know, and I hadn't really figured out how to do that. And I wanted those little hints to alert somebody who might actually come and 
be a little more direct about, hey, let's open up. Let's have a conversation. What are you going through? What are you feeling? But again, I didn't know what I was so unhappy with. You know, it, it often felt like a blanket that I was wrapped in. Was I unhappy with my job or my marriage? Was I unhappy with the responsibilities of being a father? Was I unhappy with the constant scheduling and, and, and expectations of a big family? Or just the day-to-day -day repetition and the sense that my life would not change much again from one year to the next? Was it all of that and more? Or was it mostly me that I was unhappy with? Could it have been that all my unhappiness was rooted inside of me and was projecting outwards onto everything else? Well, yeah, that's how I've come to understand it now. There was something blocked inside of me. I felt disconnected and nothing outside of me could fix it or fill it, no matter how hard I tried. Even when I was able to admit to myself that I was very unhappy with like one particular thing or another, that admission always came hand in hand with an overwhelming feeling of being unable to do anything about it. I felt like I was committed and I would therefore just have to ride it out. You know, deal with it, princess. I felt very powerless to resolve anything. But your body knows when you're unhappy. Even if your mind won't let the, the thoughts in. Even if you can't admit it to yourself. Even if your mind is afraid to acknowledge it. You still feel it in your bones and in your heart and in your guts. Now, you can choose to deny and ignore the way you're feeling. You can do that so well, in fact, that you may not even be aware of why you're so uncomfortable. Why are you so tense and short-tempered? Where did your patience go? Why are you so ready to distract and numb yourself for hours? When we have emotions that we are refusing to process or don't know how to process, they build up inside us. And eventually they find their ways to they find their own ways to come out. Usually in unhealthy ways, destructive ways, unexpected or even strange ways. Unresolved emotions can consume you. Now, maybe you can allow yourself a little honesty and admit that you're unhappy, but then, as I mentioned, it can come right along with a powerful feeling of not being able to do anything about it then you're still in great pain and probably feeling like you have no control and no choice, feeling helpless and at the mercy of circumstance. There are reasons for all these feelings, and I explain them in other episodes of this podcast. Man, I didn't even know where to start unraveling all the emotions, all the, the powerlessness and all the denial that I used to live inside of. I was afraid to look at myself deeply in the mirror and I didn't feel worthy of asking for the help I needed. I didn't feel worthy of investing much time or money into my own healing, happiness, and peace of mind. I didn't take it seriously enough. I thought that I could manage it and just figure it out for myself, but man, I was so wrong. So let's take it all apart. Let's remove all the potential consequences and the terrifying decisions that we don't want to deal with. 
What if we could just give ourselves some time and some room to breathe and space to just calm the fuck down? Can we create space to be really honest with ourselves and look at where we are feeling unhappy? Well, yes, we can. Take away the idea that you'll have to do something about it because that's an entirely separate conversation. In fact, let's write our thoughts out. Let's record them somehow in such a way that we get to keep these notes and go back to them when we want to. Take away all the shoulds and the guilt or the shame. All we want to look at is the deep state of our happiness on its own. What are you dissatisfied with? Where are you feeling powerless? What do you wish was different? How long have you been feeling this way? How much longer are you willing to live with the discomfort and the pain? How much longer? More than one of my mentors has described the discomfort and the pain as a lack of ease or dis-ease. You know, exactly the same as the word disease. Meaning that allowing yourself to be in a chronic state of emotional pain will eventually lead to physical ailments and diseases. Our inner state, our energetic state, creates our outer state, our physical state, and the state of our lives. You know, the state of our relationships, the state of our wealth, everything begins with the inner you. This is why it's so critical to have deep, honest, and loving conversations with yourself. To be clear, and this might surprise you, you already have that connection already, more powerfully than you can even imagine. What gets in the way is all the stuff that we happen to believe and all of our fears. These are the things that interfere with our level of happiness. These are the things that create a false but very real sense of disconnection. So again, the question is, how much longer are you willing to accept dis-ease and less than abundant happiness? How old do you want to be before you choose to grab the wheel and steer the ship in the direction that you want? You know, as opposed to allowing the winds and tides to move you all over the place and maybe smash you on the rocks like what I did to myself. That was the darkest, most heartbreaking and mentally challenging time of my entire life. Let's get back to, let's refocus on the, the writing. Once we've recorded all the places where we're feeling unhappy, Let's look and see how many of them are connected. How many are like feeding into each other? How many of them can you already trace back to your own inner state? Are there parts of yourself that could use some work? Are there places within you that feel empty or neglected or hurt? What effects do you think that the pain inside of you could be having on the things outside of you? It's probably a lot to think about, huh? So let's keep it simple and let's talk about where we're happy and where we're not. That's actually a great idea to acknowledge the places where we do feel happy and satisfied as well as where we're not. At least, at least we can celebrate the places where we are, where we're feeling good.
from personal experience, I find that it's very calming to take stock like this because at least, you know, for me, I can look at where I'm happy, where I'm not, and from there I can choose to do something about it or I can choose to leave it alone until later. The process of simply acknowledging the truth of my feelings without all the attachments is like a weight off my shoulders. Being honest with yourself about how you feel and what you really want is huge. You can take all the fear and the anxiety out of the equation because for now, the only goal is to have the conversation and be honest. If you're not sure of what you want or how you feel, just keep practicing and be very patient with yourself. Keep chipping away at that inner conversation. Keep seeking answers and healing and you will achieve it. With a little practice, you'll gain much greater calmness and a sense of control over your life. The awareness and the acknowledgement takes away so much of the stress. Now it's, it's out in the open, so to speak, and we can think about what we want to do about it and when. Do we want to look for a new job, for instance? Do we want to reevaluate our relationships? You know, maybe all of our, of our relationships. Is it time to invest and work more seriously on ourselves? These choices become so much easier once you've calmed down and empowered yourself to just simply look at them. And of course, there's always a multitude of ways that you can choose to address and resolve these choices when you're ready, right? It, it, it doesn't have to be all at once. The first step is to acknowledge. The first step is to create that safe space of honesty. And then when you're ready, as I've said, you can choose to take action. Creating a deeper relationship with ourselves and healing our scars becomes the solution to so many of the areas where we feel unhappy. Wouldn't achieving that empower you to create even more uplifting change in your life? Real happiness lives inside of you and radiates outwards. It's not something that you have to look for. It's not something that, that you need to chase. It isn't something that comes from some external source. It's already there. And it's waiting for you to just embrace it and let it shine. Don't give up. Be patient. Be persistent. Forgive yourself as much as you need to and keep going. Honor yourself and those who love you by doing the work. Future you is so grateful, I promise. Much love and respect.